to uh, the world's first ever Wolf Gear podcast. Uh, Amy Dates here. Hello. <laughs> um, and we've literally just come back from watching Star Wars The Force Awakens. And I've got a funny story about that actually. And I'll be telling that story in the uh, 5K Wolf Gear uh, subscriber video. Go and check that out. Uh, what do you think of the film? Dave. Not bad. Not bad. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. I would, I would say out of ten, probably around seven or eight. Um, I think the best bit was the bit of me in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'll, 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 uh, when the film comes out, I'll uh, point myself out to you guys. Um, but those of you that didn't know, I actually was involved in the making of that film. Um, but that's for a, a different subscriber video. Uh, well, no, it's for the five thousand subscribers. The five thousand yeah. subscribers. Um, which we'll have to film soon. We had planned to film it at the YouTube studios in London, uh, but there's quite a long waiting list and the chances of us going to 6,000 by the time we get on the into that studio is quite high, so we might have to do it soon. Um, I was going to do it today, but I didn't. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, we've got some topics to talk about. Um, 2015, um, basically recapping some of the highlights of the year. Um, so let's start with uh, tech. Yeah. Yeah. Start with tech. All right. So I mean, the most significant uh, launch this year has got to be probably the iWatch, Apple Watch. Yeah, wearables. Yeah, yeah. There've been a few notable wearables this year. Oh, the Cairo Grease. Yeah, <laughs> those winging it. Um, yeah, the the iWatch, uh, Apple Watch. Um, I still don't know why they called it that now. Why did they call it iWatch? Um, I don't know. No. I bet someone bought it like way in advance. And yeah, someone bought the IP probably. Quite holding it to ransom. Um, yeah, the, the Apple Watch is, is quite interesting because um, you can pay with stuff. Now, like, if I had that watch right, probably would use the pay feature on it. What do you want, dog? I think Wind she you? wants a watch. I think she wants an Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. Any bit. Right, yeah. So, like I was saying, you can you can pay for stuff, right, with the uh, with the Apple Watch. I think I would use that a lot. My only concern with that would be um, scratching the surface of the watch. Then you like you like scraping it on those oyster machines and stuff. Mm. And like, you, suppose you get a screen protector, but yeah, yeah. you don't want the scuffed watch watch face. Yeah, really. Even if it is a screen protector, that's true. It's gonna make it. That's like that's a that's one of the things that really bugs me about iPhones. They're so nice, right? Such a nice phone, but you put a big piece of. Pl the first thing you do when you buy it is you buy a big piece of plastic that makes it twice as big. <laughs> what happened to the nice phone you just bought? Yeah, you know, it's like a. Um, yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? Like me, uh, I like to uh, nowadays. I like to uh, keep the phones out of cases. But I actually paid the price the other day. I dropped my uh, OnePlus two. <laughs> On the corner, um, the diamond cut bezel edge is now scuffed. It doesn't look as new as it once did. Um, but that's a risk you take, right? That's right. Yeah, the good thing, the good thing with OnePlus Two though is, um, for those of you that know this already, is you can just buy this phone. It's reasonably priced. Specs are pretty high, um, and you don't have to pay a monthly contract, which is the reason I went for it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, back to Apple Watch. Um, Fantastic. What do you reckon we're going to see a new one next year? That's uh, that's the rumor. Yeah, potentially 
There's rumours of a, uh, a mini iPhone coming out, so I'm wondering if it's going to be a uh, mini iPhone watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, you know, that actually we were talking about it before, weren't we? So that's interesting. If you had a watch, right, which does everything the phone does, but on a watch, so you can make calls. But you can answer calls right now, right? Yeah. So it's not a massive leap to go from. But no, you have to have it tethered to your phone to, to, to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. true. If the if the if the watch can make calls on its own and uh, store memory, have memory to store like music and stuff on. Yeah. Um, you could potentially see, uh, you know, you could actually leave the house without your phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's uh, there, there are there's a uh, um, I think LG do a watch that you can uh, leave your phone at home and you can sync to it via mobile Wi-Fi um, hotspots. That's pretty clever. Mm. It's uh, you know, the thing is, especially with people who like getting into fitness and stuff like that. If you can go, you know, the thing is, like, let's say you wanted to go out and go for a run, right? And you don't have an iPod, you've only got your phone. You've got to run with your phone, right? Um, if you have a watch like the iWatch Two or whatever it is, Apple Watch Two, that is a phone and can hold music and pretty much do the same thing with the iPod and connect Bluetooth to headphones. Mm. wireless headphones it's kind of like the, the personal sort of it's like a yeah it's the perfect thing for like personal training not personal training but um, yeah like if you music on the go music on the go yeah it's like a I wonder if Sony will come up with any ideas try and gain some ground back from the iPod with those days done now the old uh, I know we were talking about this earlier weren't we um, I think um, Apple Apple dominated the iPod market, the personal MP3 player market, so well. And once the iPhone got established as a phone and iPod in one, yeah. it kind of killed all of the competition. Because why would you carry two devices around with you when you can just have the one? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's not really much to set competitors apart. I mean, Sony have the high-res audio playback. Most people don't even know what that is, and 99% of the headphones on the market probably don't even support that frequency range. Um, yeah, so it's quite hard to, to, to differentiate the, uh, the, uh, that part of the market. But if you have a watch, which is an MP3 player, and a phone, I have some windy, and can connect to Bluetooth and internet, and store music, Locally, um, that could be the perfect device, and pay for stuff as well. You know, like I think for the last ten years, you couldn't. You really, most people don't leave the house without their phone, right? True. If the watch is a phone, you can leave the house without your phone because you're your watch. But technically, you're not. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. But like a phone like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Well, could you leave the phone in the house? <laughs> yeah. Could you leave the phone in the house and just carry around a little watch? Yeah, you could. I, I don't see any reason why you... Well, I don't know. Anyway, next topic uh, in technology. So Apple Watch, um, iWatch as I call it, probably one of the biggest launches this year. Actually, a funny story about that. We, <laughs> I did a video of the press conference when they announced it and I chopped it all. I did it. I did a favour for you guys, right? So you can watch the entire press conference in a matter of minutes, right? I cut all of the garbage out, cut all of the gaps out of it, put it all together, uploaded it, right? And it was perfect. Apple 
<laughs> did not like it. Shut down. We got shut down big time. They even put we got suspended on YouTube. Couldn't put any cards on any of the videos, uh, and yeah, so I won't be doing any more Apple videos. Like uh, but yeah, you can check that out. Actually, there is a version of that video which I made for you guys. It's still available. It didn't get flagged, um, so you can check that out on the whatgear.net or head over to the YouTube channel. Please don't flag it, Apple. Yeah, don't flag it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they did that. No, I, I'm doing them a favor. I know. What the hell? Anyway, uh, um, so the next topic is the uh, the new uh, Samsung phones, the Galaxy phones. Yeah. You've you got the, the curved edge phones, but you've got the bigger curved edge phones now and the Note, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. The S6 Plus. Yeah. I don't know how... I think it is good, actually. I w but I would go for the Note. And I don't see the point in the, in the curved edge that much. No, I, d I don't like it myself. Yeah. What do you want, dog? Neither does Kaya. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the, for, for me, right, the curved edge, imagine you've got a, a regular photo. Imagine you've got a photograph, an actual photograph, right? And you took it and you curved the two edges of the photograph. What's that doing for your picture? It's, it's distorting the picture. That's right. So do you really want your pictures distorted? What is the benefit of having that curved edge? Other than yeah. it looks pretty cool. I'd say it doesn't. Is it just to give the um, illusion of a edge-to-edge -edge yeah. set of screen? Yeah, I think that when I they... Kyra agrees with me again. <laughs> when they first tried the concept, they had a functional edge. So you could, you could background the apps and stuff on yeah. the edge. That makes sense to me, right? That has a purpose because you can... Yeah. While you're doing other stuff, you... Dog is just whinging. I don't want to... What are you doing? He's just uh, um, <laughs> I mean, this is London. It is raining, um, but that's like every day in London. <laughs> and uh, she literally took two steps out the door. Was like, nah, walk back in the house, and then I then I had to make her go out again. Anyway, uh, we were talking about the Samsung Galaxy phones. Now, literally, I just got this One Plus Two, right? And I upgraded from my um, my Galaxy Note Three, which I've got in my hand right now. And I have to say. <laughs> This Note 3 is, is two generations old, right? Correct. And you put this side by side next to this uh, OnePlus 2. On the same, I've got the same background on both phones. The screen difference is shockingly better on the Note 3. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, uh, the colour's a lot deeper. Yeah, uh, I'm a little bit sad about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> but the new phones are even better. Um, but the, the edge, for me, just, unless there's a real purpose for it, um, I don't really see the point in it that much. What do you think? No. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, if you have the phone face down on the table, someone phones you, you can have the side light Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but that means, it's a big, big work, right? Yeah. Do you, really want, do you really want to pay 40, 50, 40, 50 quid a month for the privilege? Of putting your expensive phone glass Basically, side down yeah. to get all scratched up and scuffed up and, yeah. and dull. Yeah. Not me. Not me. No, thank you. Yeah. Kai doesn't either. What's the matter with you, dog? The uh, the way around, you know, you, you think that's a cool feature. How about you just put your phone the right way up? Has she got water? Yeah, she has. She's just been greedy. You want food, didn't you? You've, got, <laughs> you've had food. All right. 
on your bed now. Um, <laughs> just looking. <laughs> All right, yeah. So that's the that's the Samsung price this year. Next year for the Samsung, um, if you have a look, actually, I've done the uh, I've done two Samsung leak videos. Did the Galaxy S6 video leaked information on the Galaxy S6 and some of the concept designs for it. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember what 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 the features. I've done so many of these now, I can't even remember. Uh, but just recently, I did the um, the Note 6 as well. The Note 6 video. Um, uh, Kaya! <laughs> kind of like that one. <laughs> what's, the, what's the matter with you? Um, just like licking her lips. Like, you've had food. You're not, you're not, giving, not giving her any more food. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Yeah, so the, the Samsung phones this year is going to be uh, interesting. I heard there's actually six models this year. God damn it, Kaya. <laughs> oh. All right, so uh, the dog's been whinging a lot. Um, managed to quiet her down now. As I was saying, there's going to be uh, six models of Samsung's apparently this year. Should be interesting. They usually do one, which is like a concept, just to see whether people buy into it. So it'll be interesting to see if they do... Um, that folding phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the flip phone. I heard they're going to do a flip phone. And you said something about the scroll phone as well. Yeah, they've uh, recently registered the patent for the uh, scroll phone and the wallet sort of oyster yeah. type um, clamshell yeah. type yeah, yeah. Uh, phone. That both of which were a very early concept, including the very early concept video about two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does look cool, but how you know? Imagine trying to imagine you got this scroll phone right, and it's a touchscreen right. <laughs> You're pushing it, like it's just gonna like it's gonna get all folded up and like that. Yeah, know, someone with their fingernail extensions as well. Just go straight through, yeah. Pop straight through the screen. Yeah, the flip phone idea. I like the I like the idea of that. If you watch the um, the the Note three Note six video I made recently, um, I actually asked uh, Adele if she if they knew if she knew anything about uh, a new phone coming out. You might. What'd she say? <laughs> Uh, what, what did she say? I can't remember that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I put the phone down. <laughs> That's just rude. <laughs> but yeah, imagine this though: a phone, right? Which, when you open it up, is the size of a Galaxy Note. But when you close it down, it's got a screen on the top surface. Um, so you've got like a, a functional phone um, when it's like folded down, and and when it's opened as well, that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, and if it if it comes with a pen as well, I really a lot of people who I speak to had notes. They say they never used the pen. Um, when I was using the note, I was using the pen all the time, and I actually miss it, and it annoys me. Uh, so. Yeah, I've got the note. I don't use the pen. I have to say, I find it, I find it's quicker to use the keyboard, and yeah, I I like the idea of the pen when I first got the note three, but yeah. To me, it's, it's not really a, it's not really an important thing. You know, one of the big things about um, phones this year is pressure pressure sensitivity, right? Apple would bring the force pen, touch, yeah, force touch, yeah, as Apple likes to call it. Um, it's good for artists because you have got pressure sensitivity that when you're drawing and stuff, if you push a bit harder on the screen, it you get a thicker, darker line. Yeah, um, seems like all of the the brands are jumping on board with this tech. Yeah, I mean, you've got the uh, uh, Surface, new Surface has got a uh, pressure sensitive pen, leaf stylus thing. 
Yeah. Uh, I think the new iPad Pro has as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. certainly, ang if you angle the the pen, I think it does like different shading or something. But yeah, it's good for artists out there. Um, but for me, like looking at it today, like as the only thing I can really see the iPhone doing with that force touch right now, if you don't have the pen pencil, is fast forwarding <laughs> rewinding. <laughs> you push a bit harder to fast forward quicker, and you rewind. I think there was something about what else previewing videos or something with it. I seem to remember. Oh, so yeah, if you tap a video one, and it's like it just kind of brings up the thumbnail, and then if you push harder, it plays the video or something. Something like that, yeah. The other thing I heard about um, that tech is that, well, there's a possibility that Apple might get rid of their um, home button and have it as a the entire front of the screen. Software, yeah. And then and just have the, the button as a force touch button. I've got to say, I like the hard button, the hardware buttons on yeah. phones, I have to say. I've yeah. got a soft button on my tablet hasn't got a, a physical button and I don't like it. Yeah, well, what do you think of this one? This, this bothers me about the OnePlus 2 actually. You've got the button, but it's not a button because it, it doesn't click. Does it not click? <laughs> Look. It's just a, it's, just, it's basically just a thumbprint. Oh, reader. I don't like that. No, no, that's one of the, like one of the biggest criticisms for this phone is that I would say, and the colors, colors are a bit. I have a tactile. Yeah. You've got this nice little metal switch on the side here that does the um, the different uh, notification styles. Mm. And you can customise these buttons here as well to do different stuff. Which is cool. Excuse me. Yeah, bless you. Um, but yeah, so I've got off topic there. What were, you what were we talking about? The Samsung then went into iPhone. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about Force Touch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we could see a mini iPhone next year. That would be interesting. Would you buy it? I wouldn't buy it. No. 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 I think there are people out there that would buy the smaller phones. Um, I remember I was chatting to one guy about the Xperia's and I said to him out of the three they launched, the compact, the, the premium and the regular one, which one would you get? And he said compact. I was like, really? That's, that one to me looks like it's the smallest screen and it doesn't, it looks the least expensive of the three as well. Hey, what are you doing? On your bed. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Right. Um, yeah. So there is a market for smaller phones still. Um, but, you know, if, if you get the flip phone, it can be a small phone or a big phone. Exactly. And you can have an extra screen. Multi sided screenage. Yeah, I mean, and like a lot of people are fascinated with like um, e readers and stuff. Maybe you could even have one of the screens as a, an e read, like an e ink screen. Yeah, there's a case. You can buy a case with that integrated into the back. Like an e ink screen. Like you slot your phone into the thing, and yeah, so the back of your phone yeah. becomes an e ink display. Yeah, and that's that's smart. Um, I think e ink is, is quality. I saw these pair of trainers, right? They're like um, Converse, and then like the whole side of it. Um, is e-ink panel basically mm. and you put any design you want so you can literally design something on your phone on your note send or whatever. It to your send it to your trainers so if you wanted to draw a Nike swoosh <laughs> Adidas stripes you can just do it and like uh, you know you just change it whenever you want you know uh, yeah if you go into a football match you can put your team logo on there and when they lose you can just rub it out and put something on yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> I mean Sony had just uh, recently launched uh, an e-ink watch, haven't they? The yeah, the FES watch. 
I really like the look of that, I have to say. Um, it's quite funny how they, they did it though. They, instead of just launching a product like Sony would do, they actually put it out as a Kickstarter. And I don't think they even said it was Sony. They literally put it out under the radar to see if um, people would like it. And uh, it did really well. And uh, they released it now in some countries. We haven't seen it over here. I think in Japan. It's been released in Japan as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I was going to do a video on it, but I think I think there's already a lot of content out there on yeah. it, so there's no point really. But it's, it looks awesome. If you want to have a look at that, it's the FBS watch from Sony. You can basically customise the, the strap and the face of the watch um, to whatever, well, not to whatever, but there's a few preset designs. There's no if you can yeah. customise it however you want, but it is cool. Um, because it's eating, it only really uses power when it changes something on the, on the display. Correct, yeah. So like if you don't have a ticking uh, min, uh, second hand, is that what you call it, second hand? Yep. Um, it doesn't use any power until something moves, which is really, really cool. I like that technology a lot. I think it's uh, the future of, um, could I'm, be the future of newspapers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you've got the Kindles and the, the, I think Sony have got a, uh, Sony reader that uses the ink technology and that sort of thing. I think there seems to be a sort of trend. Um, almost a, there's a, there's almost a growing market of people that want to go back to more simplistic devices. Yeah. So you've got your smartphones, but people there's actually a Kickstarter out there where it's just a little phone. Yeah. Nothing else but just a little phone. Yeah. Do you know? I actually I was going through one of my drawers and I came across my old uh, Nokia eighty something, really thin one like that, really thin one. It's like it's just a phone. It's all it is. The eighty something was for the year it was manufactured, right? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite. It's quite. It's a good phone, man. I tell you what, I really like and the feel of it and everything. Um, Nokia were were the best at one point, weren't they? They were the best. Yes, they I think. I, yeah, I can't. I can't look that back in the day. Yeah. Many many years ago, Nokia always seemed to be the 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 phone of choice. Yeah. Strange. What happens? What happened to Nokia? They died when the smartphones came out, didn't it? It's true. They didn't. They didn't uh, get on board with it. So interesting um, how things have changed in the last ten years. Well, well, it's more than that now, isn't it? How how much phones changed? I remember going from a Samsung D six hundred, right, which was everyone thought was the best. You know, that was the best. It was a little flip thing like that. It was like a <laughs> yeah. little. It was like an egg shape kind of thing, and it kind of just slid into. That's right. That was like the best. And if you had one of those, that was that was it. And then the iPhone came, and uh, it was game over, man. People looking funny if you carry one of those phones around. And the iPhone came out. But um, yeah, anyway, topic again. Um, so yeah, I was going to talk about the uh, the Note. Um, we already done the Note, the One Plus Two, which is what I'm using now. Um, and the rise of the Chinese smartphone. Now, I haven't had my, I've only tried this Chinese smartphone, but I was told that Huawei are like the second biggest uh, like phone or tech company out there, apparently. Mm. And I haven't had any of their devices, all their smartwatches. Someone actually told me, right, that um, I was at the Google headquarters recently and um, they said uh, they sent um, Gadget Boy. The Gadgets Boy guy, who's a tech YouTuber from the UK, uh, a free watch and stuff like that, and he didn't do a very good video with it, apparently. This was from a PR lady. I was like, oh, okay. 
I'll send you send it to me. <laughs> I'll do a good review on it. <laughs> but I don't think she's gonna send me a watch. I think she I don't know. Anyway. One speaking twice shy. Yeah. Uh Huawei, if you're listening, you can send us some free stuff. We'll do some cool videos for you. Um Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I do like the OnePlus 2. Great phone. Um one-off payment, so I don't owe any money for this. This is my phone. Um, changeable back, really cool. Mm. The original back is actually really horrible, man. It's like weird, gritty, horrible back. You know what's interesting? Let me take this off. I want to show you something. You guys ain't going to be able to see this, but this case, right, when you take it off, underneath the phone, at the back of the phone, there's actually these two contact points. So OnePlus 2 know that you've put on a style swap case. Mm. It's the same, with the same with the Samsung, the Note 3. Why do they do that? Because the original back doesn't have the contact points. It's, um, I think it's for the smart cases. If you have a case. This, is, this isn't a smart case, this is just a plastic case. Probably, well, it probably knows what, what case it is, but with the, uh, with the uh, Samsung ones, see the points there? It's got the points for the, yeah, the yeah. smart case. Yeah, so you have the window thing. I've got yeah. one of those in the drawer. But this is just the car it's the carbon fiber back, right? When I can't take it off because I need I can't do a nail on this thing. But I, there's there's a little contact point here, mm. right? Which there is no reason for it to be there other than OnePlus Two want to know when you've changed your case. Why the hell would they do that? I don't know. Yeah, they, no idea. That's the only explanation I have for that. Anyway, um. The, the pros of the OnePlus 2, if you're thinking about it, um, really, really fast, four gigs of RAM, yeah. um, boots up super fast. The security, the thumbprint sensor is, is it very, very rarely lets me down. Uh, all you have to do is put your thumb on it and it literally opens up. Bypassing any codes and security and stuff like that, it saves you quite a lot of time. I used to have to put in pin number and stuff. Um, with the Note 3, I'd have to use two hands to do it sometimes. <laughs> with the with the OnePlus, you just put your thumb or your finger. Great security. Mm. Um, downsides, uh, colors are not great. Um, A lackluster screen. Yeah, and and, uh, and the home button doesn't click, which is really, is irritating that it doesn't click. You kind of want it to click. Uh, the camera, I have to say, do you know, I thought the camera was really good until I got the, the Xperia. The Xperia. I got the, Xperia. The, the Z4. Z5. Z5, yeah. I got the Xperia Z5 and um, it makes me feel really like sad about my um, my current camera. <laughs> that camera just blew it away completely. Um, the phone's very good as well. If you guys want to check out that video, I did uh, an unboxing on the Galaxy, on, sorry, on the Xperia Z5. Uh, and I also did a boot up speed test to see which phone could boot up faster than OnePlus 2, which is the flagship killer, and the Z5. And also I did a camera test as well, a side-by-side -side camera test for the two. And you can see what I'm talking about in terms of the difference in quality. Mm. Um, but you know what, until I got the Z5, I didn't realize that this camera wasn't that good. I would, if, if I was uh, oblivious to that, I would still be probably going around telling everybody how good the camera is on this yeah, I think if you haven't, and it's, and if you didn't compare it to a note, um, the screen, you'd probably think the screen was the nuts as well. Um, but anyway, I think about buying one, don't, don't let me put you off because it, it is really, really good. It's what I'm using at the, at the moment as my main phone. I'm really happy with it. Dave's still using his Note 3. 
Yeah, I, there's nothing nothing on the market at the moment that I really, uh, I, I want to put my hand in my pocket and, and buy at the moment, I have to say. Yeah, there's a, so I think March, February, March next year, they have the uh, Mobile World Congress. Well, we've got uh, the other one in January as well. So, so the Sony announcement in yeah. uh, CES in January, so it'll be interesting to see what their, uh, yeah. their next new phone is. Yeah, the thing with Sony is they, they always say, oh, that's going to be the last phone. If this one doesn't sell, it's going to be the last one. And they always bring out more. Um, there's been a bit of hype around these these new ones though, early next year because they literally only just launched the Z5. We actually we actually went to the launch event in London. Um, we actually made a video of that as well. Um, it was at the Getty Image Gallery. That's right. It was actually it's funny. We showed up with like camera gear, three sixty camera, everything. And uh, we made like a little video, but everybody else that showed up, like everybody, just showed up for the free drinks and food. It's <laughs> me and Dave with all this camera gear, <laughs> like making stupid videos. And um, I think everyone was looking at us like, "What the hell are these two guys doing?" <laughs> but we did make a fun, we did make a good video. Um, we got to test out the camera versus the some low light uh, situations with the. Xperia um, camera versus the Note camera, so that's that's quite an interesting video to watch. Um, yeah, they're gonna pick it up. Right, um, we just realised that we were recording on the uh, the built-in sound on the uh, on the Mac, and now we're actually using the condenser mic, Dave's condenser mic. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Back back to what we were talking about. We were talking about smartphones. Um, what's the what phone are you looking forward to the most next year? Um, I want to see something that that's outside the box. Really, I'm I'm tired of paying a lot of money for a phone that's very similar to every other phone on the market. Yeah, they, they all look kind of same. You know, all brick shapes, all yeah. fingerprint sensors, and um, you know. Yeah, retina scanners next year. Retina scanners, just a piece. It's just a you know, just a piece of plastic. It's just a plastic slab. They're all the same, really. Uh, I want something outside of the box. Really, I want something to. Uh, I want to look at it, and just think. You know, I've got a phone that's different to. Yeah, I think uh, paid for. maybe that 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 Samsung flip. <coughs> Samsung flip. Yep. Uh, LG apparently um, have an exciting phone in the making. Um, Sony seem there seems to be a lot of hype around their phones. Um, you you said something about uh, VR, some kind of because they got such a good refresh rate, they can they're doing some kind of. Was it you who said that? They they're trying to bring some new oh, like a Samsung um, VR type headset or something. Three D three D VR three D VR three D mobile VR yeah. And I think that's largely down to the fact that it's got a certain refresh rate or something. Yeah, like some of what I heard. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see um, if that happens. It'll be interesting to see if VR really takes off like everyone thinks it's going to. Um, you know, the, the funny thing about VR, I, I speak a lot about this uh, to people. Um, a lot of people don't even know you can get a Google Cardboard for like less than a tenner. They don't even know what it is. You show it to them, mm. it's, like, it's like this. This thing's been around for a while, you know. <laughs> it's been around for a while. And nobody knows about it. Um, but anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much VR has an effect on uh, um, on sales for Sony if it is, you know. I don't think it's going to take off 
take off, take off next year. No, I, I mean, think it's it's, it's going to be a lot like the. Um, my my th- my feeling is it's going to be a lot like the three um, D yeah. technology for your for your for your home. Yeah, yeah. Three you know, D glasses for your TV and all that sort of thing. I don't think it's going to be widely adopted. Certainly not this year. No. Um, given the way that people be- react to three uh, D and they just kind of have a fixed forward focus when they're watching content, Film, yeah. films in particular, I can't see it being a, a, a massive uh, thing. Yeah. But maybe maybe the uh, the computer game crowd, uh, yeah. your PlayStation users and your Vi- and your PC Vive users and that sort of thing. I think it might be more adopted with them. Oh yeah, saying that, you know, this is one of the things I said in the I did the Z six leak <coughs> video. Um, the Z six leak video. If you want to find that, just type in what gears, one word, and then Z six leak. Um, I said that it would be really cool to play um, PlayStation four games, uh, sixty frames per second on your smartphone. Mm. Um, how cool that would be! And I know you can do it with remote play, but I think it's only like seven twenty p or something like that. And you have to be on the same network as your as your um, PlayStation. But this is interesting. This I'm going to do a video on this. If I get enough requests to do it, anyway, you know you can you can play um, PlayStation Remote Play on any Android device. What, I did not know that. No, I, <laughs> yeah. just, I thought it was Xperia only. You can get around it. There's a way around it. Oh. Uh, I think I don't know if someone's designed it, but um, basically you you allow unknown sources to install unknown sources on your phone then there's a version of the remote play mm. which you can basically just do on it I, I'm going to try it man. I'm going to try it on my OnePlus 2 see how well it works um, but um, yeah I'm, I'll make a video about that if I get enough requests to do it um, yeah so uh, yeah that's phones um, there's probably loads more we can talk about I heard you know I heard uh, Apple was going to do an OLED screen on, on the Z no sorry not the Z, on the 7S Next year, so the seven will be Samsung. A, no, no, it's Apple. What, the 7S? Yeah, so they'll do the seven, which will be the same screen. iPhone seven. Yeah, so they'll do this. Right, right. Yeah, sorry, maybe. They'll do the seven like they they'll do the seven with the same screen, mm. with whatever upgrades they do, and then they'll do the seven S with the OLED screen, which will be significantly better, and that's apparently coming in you know last quarter of next year. Anyway, yeah, I, I will get off the phone subject. We could probably talk about phones for ages. Um, let's talk about films, man, because we just saw Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. I have to say, right, um, I really, you know, my first uh, impressions of the film after watching it, really enjoyed it, beginning to end. Um, there was a couple of bits in it which, which kind of ruined it. Well, not ruined. I wouldn't use the word ruined because then that would make it sound like it was a bad film. But the Kylo Ren, right? When he they they revealed who he was too early on in the film. You know what I mean? He was so evil. Everything was just right. Like he was like choking people out, and he was like yeah, he was like killing people with his lightsaber. And then when he takes his mask off, like near the beginning of the film, and you realize he's just like some. Uh, spoiled brat type dude yeah. it kind of killed the whole evilness of it it just became like oh god it's this guy again it's you know some I mean? teenager huffing around yeah 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 it kind of it, it destroyed some of the illusion of um, this guy is menacingly evil we didn't see Darth Vader's face 
in the original trilogy it's the last one right well you see you see the back of his head at one point didn't you like when he's mm. uh, when he's uh, in his little um, pod thing that was part of the the menacing the evil you didn't know what he looked like you know this guy takes off his mask he looks like a a Jewish version of uh, Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker. <laughs> from episode from episode three or something, doesn't he? <laughs> I thought he did. That's what I thought he looked like. <laughs> I have to say there is no in the in terms of the story there does not appear to be a family resemblance between Harrison Ford, um, or should I say Han Solo or Princess Leia. Yeah, there was no resemblance at all. You you like you wouldn't have a clue, would you? Um, if he, they didn't tell you, you certainly wouldn't know. But he does fit the role of being unlikable. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really uh, uh, gel with the character, to be honest. Yeah. No, I thought, it, I thought it was perfect until they, like I said, I thought it was perfect until he took his mask off and then it was just like, <coughs> like no, I just think this guy's angry at his dad. He's like a spoiled brat. Um and yeah, he's not that scary anymore. He's just a dude gets angry and hits things with his lightsaber, mm. which was quite funny. That was quite a funny bit in there. But I tell you what, it was, it was quite well balanced because they had good comedy. Yeah, there were a few comedy moments in there. Actually. Yeah, and it wasn't too over the top, like trying to trying to be too funny, like Jar Jar Binks. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it was just it was good middle ground there. Um, the action was good. It was quite violent at times too. Um, Without being like showing too much blood or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest things that was really bugging me prior to seeing the film was um, the stormtrooper, right? So the stormtrooper turns rogue. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, how can this guy be a stormtrooper when he looks? He doesn't look like the the clone of um, Django Fett. Django Fett, yeah. <laughs> um, they kind of got around that somehow. Like I guess at some point they started recruiting. Stealing babies from from families. And, That's right. Yeah. And then programming them to be stormtroopers. So me, me and Dave had a, a, a little theory about this guy because he's wielding the the, uh, the lightsaber, right? And he's doing the right job of it. He does get beat down quite badly a few times, but mm. the fact that he's even wielding a lightsaber in the first place might be a sign that this guy has some kind of Jedi ties, right? <laughs> and then we were speaking about it, right. Uh, who could he be? Who could he be related to? <laughs> Is there I'm anyone... getting tired of all these motherfucking lightsabers <laughs> in this motherfucking film. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, Mace Windu. Could he be the long lost relative of Mace Windu? Um, you know, it's possible, right? Possible, yeah. It is. It is possible. Could we be seeing the return of uh, of Windu? Maybe we've just given them a solution for episode uh, sixty-four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the possibility for the uh, the rogue um, Finn. They call it Finn, isn't he? Which is Finn, the, yes. Yeah. So Finn, the uh, the rogue uh, stormtrooper, um, he's a traitor. He left. The, he left the, the brotherhood of the stormtroopers that I was part of. <laughs> traitor. Um, yeah, that was. He actually played a good part. And are we going to throw any spoilers in here? I think we've thrown a few spoilers in already. <laughs> um, I have to say, Harrison Ford was like a big part of this movie, right? Yeah. I didn't expect that. I thought he was just in a little cameo. Almost half of it, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And he did a really good job of it as well. Um, yeah. Uh, the bit with the monsters 
on the ship, those weird sort of squid things. Um, that bit, I don't know, man. What, what do you think about that bit? It wasn't my favourite bit, if I'm no. honest. No. It's kind of a love child of a giant squid to <laughs> come cracking, I think. <laughs> yeah. It, it was quite. It looked a bit like the the cross between a kraken and the alien from Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite good though, like the way that he's still like you know, these people are still after him. People always after him. Mm. He's still doing what he was doing in the originals. It's cool. Um, he didn't shoot anybody, like you know, like when he shot that bounty hunter. The whole conspiracy. Mm. They should have done something like that again. You know when they go to that bar. And he got all the um, that one with the glasses. Um, what's she called again? Anyway, we got going off on a tangent. The film was good. Um, the 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 bad guy was really he really he really came across as the bad guy until he started coming across as the sport teenager. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, teenager the, with daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, the main the the main character uh, Ray, great <laughs> job. Um, yeah. She did pick up the Jedi skills a little too easily, though. <laughs> yeah, this is one thing we were talking about. Uh, obviously, in, in the original film, Luke Skywalker, despite being the chosen one and having uh, some of the most strongest Jedi powers known to the Jedi universe, he still had to run around with a uh, oversized frog on his back, uh, training yeah. to unlock these powers. And she just sort of uh, closed her eyes a few times and... Yeah. Yeah, the best bit was when she was locked in the she was in the sort of torture room, right? And then she's like, You'll unshackle this thing and then open the door and leave the door open and I can get away kind of thing. And like, <laughs> she tried it once, she tried twice, and then the third time it worked. It's like it's like that classic scene from uh, Austin Powers when he just asked you know, he just asked the same question three times. <laughs> and the third time said, Oh no, I have to do it now. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, they didn't. Did they put the music, the, the the Jedi music, when she said it the third time? I don't think they did. I don't remember actually. My ears were ringing a little bit from how loud that cinema was. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went to a new cinema up here. Um, like one of the features of the cinema is it's got like armchairs, like sofas and armchairs and stuff. It's like sweet. There was like these like really nice looking seats. <laughs> and you saw it. It was like cardboard. <laughs> it's like oh man. It's like sitting on a, uh, on a, on a park a, bench. Yeah. <laughs> they look nice. Yeah. <laughs> they a pillow. Decorative park benches. Uh, but anyway, um, film was good. You guys should check it out. Um, yeah, I didn't see the twist coming in the film. Um, I won't. I'm not going to say it because um, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Because like, even if we mark this video up as uh, contains spoilers, we still might. Which he does. Yeah. It still might ruin the main spoiler, right? Um, but yeah, anyway, I had a funny story about that film. Um, I was there on the set, Stormtrooper. Uh, I thought you were saving this for, for the 5,000. I am saving it, I'm just, just kidding. Oh, uh, okay. A little prequel, so uh, yeah. I, I, Yeah, it was an eventful day. It was probably my last ever job working on a film set, for now anyway. Um, yeah, anyway, so let's move on. Uh, other films this year, right? Or other films coming out. <clears throat> Batman vs Superman. Right. Batman vs Superman. Now, I'm really excited about this film. But everyone knows if it came to a fight, Superman would just like 
punch a hole in Karim or someone with laser in. Laser in. No way, man. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him a real bad bruising. But they, they kind of, for me anyway, they've kind of spoiled the mystique of this film now with these new trailers. Like it looked, they really made it look like Superman was fighting Batman all the way through the film, right? Which is kind of what everybody wanted to see anyway. And uh, now we basically know the entire plot of the film from the trailer all the way up to the point where um, Deathstroke shows. Um, not Deathstroke shows. Guys, what, what's the name? Oh, I always do this, forget his bloody name. Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. Till Doomsday shows up. And I'm guessing, right, Doomsday doesn't show up until the last 20 minutes of the film, right? Probably. More than likely. Yeah. So we've got we all, we've got the bit at the beginning. We know that they meet as themselves outside of their costumes, and Lex is there, right? And Lex has obviously done this whole thing to make them meet. He turns them against each other. He's been turning them against each other. They have a little fight, and then uh, and then um, but then they have to join forces to fight uh, Doomsday. And then Wonder Woman shows up with uh, Captain America shield. And uh, and that's pretty much it. We know, I guess, the last 20 minutes of the film, we kind of already know what's going to happen here, right? They're going to be... Fucking, what was his name again? Doomsday. Doomsday. And, uh... Troy, Troy has been drinking. <laughs> yeah, what is this? First, thirsty ferret. Troy is on a thirsty ferret. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, so... We basically know in the last 20 minutes of the movie what's going to happen. Mm. Right? That's the entire film in the trailer. Why would you do that, man? Unless it's a cunning trick. Yeah. To throw everyone who's seen the trailers off. Yeah. What, what, what could the trick be? That that's not <laughs> the, what's going to happen in the film. That's the outtakes. Yeah. Uh, but we do know that Doomsday kills Superman. But I doubt. If, do you know what? <laughs> they already asked. You know, everybody wanted to see a second Superman movie before this one, mm. right? Before this, like, join up uh, team movie, team up franchise. Yeah, team up movie. Uh, could they be jumping ahead again and just cutting to the bit where Superman gets killed? <laughs> we'll never see. We'll never see the uh, Superman two. Superman two. <laughs> Or yeah, that would be. Um, what was it? What was the original uh, in the original Superman series? What was after uh, Zord and all that? He had the nuclear. Oh, was, wasn't, it, wasn't it Lex Luthor with the, uh, the the machine? Probably. You probably remember him better than me, man. I remember the, the the nuclear nuclear guy. Remember him? He's like Superman. Oh, right? that was the last one they did. That was cool. That one. No, you want to watch it again, mate? That was <laughs> real cool. <laughs> That was the worst one. Yeah, he got power from the sun, and when the sun, when there was no sun, he was just like solar powered man. Solar powered Casio calculator man. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, there was the one with the two evil Supermans, where there was the evil (laughs) Superman. Remember when in the in that concrete mill place? Yeah. And he goes through the machine, and they tried to make kryptonite, but they didn't know the missing thing, so they substituted with nicotine. Oh, did they really? Yeah. (laughs) And the nicotine made him mean. Ah, so there you go. So don't smoke. Don't out. smoke, kids. <laughs> yeah. It'll make you mean. Yes, and uh, yeah, it'll yeah. make you turn green. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, Superman versus Batman. 
You kind of already know the entire story. Still uh, looking forward to it, though. Yeah, it's still going to be good. It's still going to be worth watching. Um, that's going to be interesting. There's the, there's the other DC movie, which is a team-up movie. Um, the evil ones. The um, What's it called again? I know nothing about this one, I'm afraid. You don't know about it? Oh, it's Sinister something. Sinister Six? Yeah. Like Will Smith and uh, the Joker, who's apparently might not be the Joker. The Joker in that movie might be Robin. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's some tie-ins with the uh, Batman vs Superman. Um, you know, people really break down these uh, trailers and, and like analyze them. If you watch some of those videos, there's some interesting, um, interesting uh, uh, ideas out there. Uh, anyway, uh, what other movies, man? There's the Batman Superman. There's the Avengers earlier this year, the Ultron, which is actually on the TV right now as we speak. Yes. On, on Sky TV. Um, good movie. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I think it was on par with the first one. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, what's the bad guy's name? Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Um, is it Ultron? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ultron. Ultron sort of wanes on me a little bit. During the film, um, but um, other than that, no, I quite enjoyed it. Apart from the shocking special effects in the start of the film, <laughs> there was something really—it um, almost seemed unfinished, yeah. unpolished. Uh, the, the special effects—they were trying too hard to do various things, and it just didn't pull it off. I don't thought, didn't yeah. think. But apart from that, really good film. If you've not seen it. Um, no spoilers for this one. I don't think. Let's uh, yeah. let's uh, leave it to leave it to them. Go and watch it. Yeah. Um, if you enjoyed the first one, you'll definitely enjoy this one. For me, um, I was not. You know, the thing is, I I actually um, managed to get a copy of the Age of Ultron comics, right, or a digital version of mm. it. And uh, Ultron was meant to be super evil. You know, he's meant to be this really evil guy just killing the Avengers left, right, and center. In the movie, they really soften him up a lot. They made him almost comical, mm. which is a well. You got the different. You got like the different veins of uh, Marvel, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I think it's a good film. Um, the Red Witch, right? The red, the Red Witch. Mm -hmm. They completely ripped her off from Game of Thrones. Oh really? Well, that's what I think. Like they made her speak like her. Unless the guy ripped, ripped just. <laughs> Maybe, but no. I mean the acting style. So even the actor, the the mannerisms and the oh, way she right, speaks, yeah, yeah. and even the way she looks, it's just like the Game of Thrones lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was just an observation. Um, but good film. Definitely check it out. Definitely check that out. Um, okay, what other films, man? There was the Avengers. I actually, I'm looking forward to Civil War, New Captain America. Uh, it's going to be cool. Yeah. That's a uh, Iron Man and his crew against. Captain America and his crew. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Early prediction? Who's going to win? Well, I know. Uh, Captain America dies at some point in the Civil War story, oh, I think. Okay. He, and I, think, I don't know if it's the Civil War story where he dies, but the whole thing is like um, the, they want sort of all the superheroes to kind of be unmasked and come forward. and Reg on a register, yeah, right? On a reg and he's not, he's not up for it. But Tony Stark is. He needs that pushing for this sort of thing. And they kind of fly heads, but this whole this whole film is not based on that. I don't think. I think it, I think it is to a certain extent, but it's more about Captain America's mate Bucky. Uh, like everyone's trying to get him because he's 
he's like done loads of bad stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and they want to bring him in to justice and Captain America ain't having it. Anyway, that's that one. Um, new Bond film. Uh, I started watching it. I'm going to finish watching it. Spectre. Spectre. Um, I don't think it got the reviews they wanted. I, I've not seen it at all. Um, no spoilers, please, because I'm uh, <laughs> going to be watching it later this week. Yeah. Um, I don't think it got the reception that it wanted. I was actually in, you know, you know what the second one was the best one, right? <laughs> no, I don't know why the second one was the best one. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Not the second one, the third one, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, is that the third one? It's the third one, isn't it? Daniel yes, uh, Skyfall. Yeah, you know why that one's the best, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't know why that one's the best one. Why is that the best one? Because <laughs> there's, there's this actor, right, uh, in, in this scene where at Skyfall Lodge, he, like, you know, he just took it to another level. Until he got blown up by a Judy I Dench. know that guy. That guy was a rubbish actor in Red 2 as well, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, that made the film that scene. If you watch that scene, um, Judy Dench got lucky. Wasn't that crap actor in Casino Royale as well? <laughs> Which one? Danny Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you talking about? <laughs> Casino, nah, Casino uh, Listen, the film's all great. Um, the most recent film... Um, I'm going to watch it properly. I, I started watching it and um, I wasn't focusing on it. And uh, I'm going to try and sit down and dedicate some time to watch it. It does look good. Um, be interesting to see who the next Bond is as well, isn't it? Yeah, there's the talk of the, the guy from uh, Homeland. I can't see him being a Bond. No, the ginger guy. No, he can't do it. No way. Nah. There was lots of Idris Elba talk. I, I don't know if that's uh, what's going to happen now. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. They're rebooting Spider-Man. Again. With a younger version of Spider-Man. So. Again. No, but it's like, this time he's like uh, in high school or something. Yeah. But it's just for me. One too many reboots, I think. Yeah. Too, too, too many reboots in a short space of time. I, I heard they were going um, to tie Spider-Man into the X-Men movies somehow. Oh, really? Did you hear that? I heard that a while back. Do you remember there was a Spider-Man back in the day? Some Spider-Man cartoon, and the X-Men were in it. Yeah, they do cross paths quite a lot. Uh, there's even they even cross paths. Uh, he even crosses paths with the Avengers. He even joins the Avengers at one point, I think. Mm. Sort of. Tony Stark even sort of designed him a, a special suit as well, like wings on it or something. Uh, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, Jurassic Park. You haven't seen it yet. I have not seen Jurassic Park. That was I was uh, I was a little hesitant to, to watch that film because there's been a spate of remakes um, and things like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for example. And back in the day, as a, as a young man, I did enjoy that film. I, I have to it, say, as a as a re- it's not even a reboot because it's like they go back to the situation. Yeah, they go back to okay. the island, but it's like the future, and they rebuilt it. And um, yeah, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Um, I'll have to find some time to go and watch it. Yeah, they they basically started cloning dinosaurs again. Oh. Um, you know, some purpose-built dinosaurs. Let me guess, someone gets eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come they, on, that can't be a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Jurassic Park. It was a good film. Uh, I liked it. Uh, on to um, TV series, right? Um, Game of Thrones is obviously, I, for me, that's still number one. I still think that's the best. TV series, yeah, like ever, <laughs> probably. I really enjoyed it. I actually missed the last one, the last episode of uh, 
the last series, so I actually had to rent that that episode on its own. The last one, just so I could watch it. Yeah. Uh, what was the last? I can't even remember how, how it ended. And it was um, what's the little short dude? Uh, Tyrion. Tyrion, yes. Tyrion going. Uh, oh, what's his name? He's got touched by the rock dudes as well, isn't he? Yeah. 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 It's um, Tyrion uh, coming face to face with the the dragon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He sees the dragon. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was pretty much it. It's getting interesting. Anyway, um, best series this year for me, apart from Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's kind of in a league of its own. Daredevil, yes. on Netflix. Yeah, um, really enjoyed that. I was expecting a really cheesy Flash style uh, series, and it wasn't that at all. No, it was really gritty. Yeah. Um, talking to Gritty, Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah. Even more so, I, I actually really enjoyed I think I enjoyed Jessica Jones just a little bit more. The Daredevil? Just because really? it was a little bit darker. Yeah, really? Same same location, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Um, there's no, there is a brief reference to Daredevil in it. Um, I won't give away how, but um, I did really enjoy it. Um, it got a li- I, I'm a bit of a binge watcher when it comes to Netflix, and it got a little bit monotonous should I say watching uh, episodes back to back and kind of similar things happening in each episode but all yeah. in all really quite dark uh, Marvel stuff um, if you're old enough go check it out yeah yeah check that out uh, definitely check out Daredevil I haven't seen Jessica Jones I have to check that one out but I'll tell you what I did see Narcos yes this is not for the kids out there anybody uh, under 18 probably shouldn't watch what, no. 16 maybe I think it's an 18. Is it an 18? Yeah, that was really good. Um, Narco is all based on sort of Pablo Escobar. Yep. Um, really, really good. I, I need to finish watching that, actually. Definitely check that out. I, I thought that was one of the... You know, it's not in the... I, you can't compare that to Daredevil or, or anything else, really, because it's just like, it's different. Completely different. But great, uh, great um, series to watch. And there's only one series as well, so they're not dragging it out, which is great. I, I like it when they do stuff like that, like Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> you know, they cut it off at the right time. If they keep making stuff like Lost, they... Mm. You know, the funny thing about Lost is halfway through making the series of it, they actually got lost themselves. They didn't even know what the hell they were doing with the, the story. Yeah. All of the things that we thought, you know, oh, man, that, that I really enjoyed that series. And, and then they actually did get lost. Like the writers got lost. Anyway, um, so let's move away from TVs and stuff now, technology into uh, the games of the year so far. Um, okay, so the biggest uh, biggest releases of the year, I guess, would be Black Ops Three. Um, yep, I was a big fan, and me and Dave were big fans of the original. Yeah, one. I didn't buy Black Ops Three. No. Um, the whole futuristic thing is, is waning on me a little bit. Um, and also, I must admit, I'm getting a little tired of forking out 40 quid um, at least once a year. Well, 40 quid plus a season pass at least once a year to play a um, just a slightly different version of the same game and then paying for the privilege of downloading some of the maps that I've already owned on previous versions. Yeah, yeah, it is annoying. Um, I actually got a press release copy of it um, sent to me on the PlayStation 4. Oh, on that topic, I wanted Dave to have a look at this. Dave's an Xbox guy. He never had a PS4. 
and uh, I've got a PS4 controller here. What do you think of it? Um, I, I've actually had a quick uh, when we were at EGX. I, oh, yeah, I yeah, had yeah. Uh, placed a, a few goes on different uh, things on PlayStation. Um, it's not for me. Um, the Xbox. I, I used to. I well, I used to have PlayStation Two, um, and I, you know, I quite liked it back then. But now I've moved to Xbox with the thumb. The thumbsticks are slightly yeah, off center and and whatnot. One's higher than the other. Um, the triggers on the on the PS4 controller, I don't like them at all. Yeah, these yeah. springy controllers. That, yeah. um, if you don't like them, you'd be hating the PS3 ones. These PS3 ones are like rounded. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like. I don't really like this controller. It feels wrong in my hand. Yeah, to be honest, I think I think I've got a naturally different shape. Uh, I will yeah. tell you what's great about these controllers, right? It's a speaker in them. So you know, yeah, like, really. Yeah. So when you're playing the games, you know that when you uh, you get like a little like when you call in a care package or saying on it on uh, on uh, Call of Duty, it was yeah. it, the noises come through here. So, ah, yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, anyway, yeah. So, biggest games of the years, the Black Ops. I played it. I played the campaign a little bit. It was really good. Um, I, I was surprisingly violent, actually. I, I was surprised at how violent it was. Um, I haven't finished it. Uh, but online, I really, I'm enjoying the online, but I'm not, I'm, I'm same as Dave here, the, the jumping and the mech suit stuff. I just, I just don't like it, man. It's like, if I wanted to play something like that, I'd play Halo. You know what mm. I mean? I don't like all that jumping around nonsense. It's the best Call of Duty style uh, was Black Ops 1 and Call of Duty 4 was probably my favourite. Um, yeah. yeah. Call of Duty 4 because the guns were like realistic. There was no sort of stupidness. You know what I mean? And it, it all looked like... Uh, you know, little places. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, uh, Black Ops said there's the Star Wars game as well, Battlefront from DICE. Mm. Um, Pretty good. Yeah, good game. We actually um, got to check that out at Gamescom. <laughs> Andy3. Andy. Three. Andy uh, uh, sorry, EGX. EGX yeah. I beg yeah, Gamescom was an interesting one. We uh, applied for press passes. Uh, booked the flights in the hotel and uh, and then we missed the flight and uh, had to, to drive there and got done our press passes yeah and we didn't get press passes either <laughs> epic epic road trip so we literally had to uh, drive right across Europe um, to get to the Gamescom uh, which was I think it was worth it in the end it was a laugh it was bloody hot it was so hot wasn't it? it was ridiculously hot it was really hot um it was a good trip. Um, and then we got to check out EGX in London. Um, we did videos on all this stuff. So, you know, if you want to see what we got up to, mm. see our road trip there, that wasn't supposed to be a road trip, um, you can check that out. We interviewed loads of um, developers and brand representatives and stuff like that. Uh, it was cool. So we've got loads of content from this year's games, big games. Um, we did get invited to the uh, to the party, Star Wars party over here. We can make it. Um, we'll make sure not to miss the next one, man. Mm. Um, also, Rainbow Six. Um, I played it, the beta. I have to say, it's very difficult. <laughs> it's really difficult. Yeah, Rainbow Six. It's, it's uh, if you're used to playing the Call of Duties and you know more run and gun type. Um, games then 
you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get whooped on on this game. It is not a game where you just go charging in, no. guns blazing. It's a very tactical, methodical, um, sweep and clear type um, setup. Yeah. Uh, best play with your friends. Um, you can play since there is some single player stuff to do, but ultimately you want to uh, develop some forge some friendships online, get your mates. Uh, you really need a squad, don't you? Yeah. You do, yeah. That squad, works yeah. together, yeah. Yeah. Because me and Dave tried to play with just me and Dave, and like I, I was like kept diving off of roofs by accident, and like <laughs> you know, like uh, base jumping, <laughs> and like uh, um, if one of you dies and there's only two of you, you you're screwed pretty much. It's yeah. really difficult. But still, uh, still a very enjoyable game. Yeah. Right. So it's recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talking about games like that, right? One of the things that me and Dave have been involved in in the past is airsoft. Yeah. <laughs> now airsoft, it's like it's like Call of Duty or a shooter game. Yeah. It's probably like the closest you can get in real life to it. A cross between Call of Duty and Rainbow Six. Yeah, like but it's real life, and basically it's like uh, replica weapons. A lot of the guns actually kind of weigh very close to the original weight mm -hmm. of the of the original guns. And metal and everything. Yeah, they actually look like the real deal. Uh, over here in the UK, you have to have a license to own them, um, just so you basically to say you're not going to go and hold up any shops or anything, um, because you could probably do that if you, if, if you were that if you were that crazy. Um, but um, I actually put together a, uh, a four player split, split screen airsoft uh, game from the billet, uh, which was in older shop. Um, where we went and we did the iFit challenge. <laughs> the iFit challenge, we had, me and Dave had, uh, had fitness bands on and we were, we were a challenge to see uh, who could be more active, the iFit active challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, you know, it's, you should watch that video for two reasons. One, because Airsoft is a good laugh and if you haven't seen it or heard of it, it's like paintball but, but better. Yeah. If you enjoy if you enjoy uh, the, the thought of going to play paintball and you enjoy your Call of Duty or you know your your, your military simulation type games, yeah, um, you should definitely give airsoft a try. Yeah, it's it's you know, and you will be active as well. You can't. I mean, you you know what's funny about airsoft is some people they love it right and they buy all of the all of the. I've seen like people shot these big big fat guys right with like all of the kit, <laughs> and like, they get there, they carry so much weight. They just they don't do anything. They just stand around. Um, it's quite funny. People just like to do it just to to dress up like the yeah. same. Like me, I just go. I've got my my vest and my guns, and that's it. <laughs> I just wear a jacket and jeans or whatever. Yeah, that's good enough because I then I can you know run around. The jeans kind of absorb some of the the pain. <laughs> some of the day. Oh yes. It hurts. <laughs> the pain. I won't tell you. You lost the iFit challenge. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can you can be as serious or unserious as you like um, in terms of what kit you have. Most places will rent you the kit. Um, uh, I like I basically just go with a handgun and, and, and uh, a main, M4. M4, yeah, main a main rifle. Uh, you could get away with just a pistol. You could even just take a shotgun, or in some sites you could take a sniper. Yeah. Um, Dave's got a sniper. I have. No, I had a chance to use it. I have not. <laughs> the problem is, um, 
Most of the sites we go to are indoors. Yeah, and yeah. indoors is not good for sniping. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, and they some of the sites uh, say it's an unfair advantage as well because I don't see how that's an unfair. I mean, it is what it is. It's a sniper rifle. Mm. Yeah, it, that is what it is. But I think the other thing is the the power of the weapon as well. Yeah. Um, there is a limit to how powerful. Um, I, uh, I I let my son um, one summer shoot me in the back. Oh no! With my sniper rifle, just because I th I thought it's only fair that I know what kind of pain <laughs> I'm dishing out with this thing. Teaching him valuable skills from uh, from uh, yeah, quite a, quite a considerable <laughs> distance from uh, one end of my garden to the other, uh, on the diagonal as well across the garden. He he shot me in the back uh, three times, and my god, it hurt. <laughs> yeah. So airsoft, anyway, you want to check that out. I've done a few videos, airsoft videos. Yeah, my, uh, one, of, one of my favourites was the um, uh, the goggles. Uh, what's the name of the goggles? Oh yeah, of course, the Bolly the the, Tactical. The yeah. Bolly Tactical yeah. uh, goggles video we did. Um, that was a great, a great day. Yeah, that was interesting because uh, Bolly actually must have seen one of the videos that we did. At the billet, I believe it was. Yeah, it must have, they've seen the billet video and then reached out to us and said, hey, do you want to... Um, do a video on some Bolly tactical glasses, which are safety glasses. Mm. So we got this whole range of um, glasses. Um, instead of, we didn't really have time to go to an airsoft site. So we literally, <laughs> it's quite a nice uh, sunny day here. And um, we set up a shooting range in the back garden, had a barbecue and, uh, and shot some stuff. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's quite good. It was good fun. Um, check that video out, Bolly tactical uh, just type in uh, Bolly, B-O-L-L-E, and then what gear, one word, um, and then you'll find it. That was a good video. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Airsoft. Um, other big games of the year, um, what else has there been? There's Halo. We went to the Halo launch. The Halo launch, yeah. What a, what a great night. That was, um, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, man. I drank too much that day. <laughs> there was just open bar. You know, I'd learned from the Xperia event that everyone just shows up at these things to um, to really just drink and eat and stuff. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much what I did <laughs> most of the time. Cartoon Charlie was there, but he was working. Um, he was working, setting up the rigs and that at the back. Um, it was cool. There was that funny drunk dude at the end. The dancer. Thought, oh, you got to check the video. Just, just for the guy dancing yeah. at the end of the video. So funny. Uh, I thought I was drunk, uh, but this guy, yeah, he was... Uh, Hitting the bar hard all night <laughs> by the looks of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we made a little video of that event. Um, if you want to check that out, I mean, I know they live stream all this stuff, but we made the video anyway because, uh, yeah. you know, you, you can look back at these things and be like, yeah, we went to that. I remember that, that crazy guy who's <laughs> <was> dancing. On... <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. The game itself, if you're a Halo fan, you'll love it. Um, if you're not a Halo fan, then yeah, <laughs> you probably won't. Uh, Dave, you played the actual. Uh, I played her, Halo. Yeah, I actually, I actually managed to get hold of a copy before uh, before it was even launched in the UK. So I completed the single player campaign before it even hit the shops, which was uh, a bit of a privilege. Um, Is it that I, easy? I, on uh, I played it on normal, um, which I thought was going to be you know, a bit of a challenge, but. It was quite easy. I flew through the missions quite quickly. Um, I, it was still enjoyable. Um, yeah. I haven't had time to go back and play it on the uh, on the hardest setting and get all the collectibles and whatnot. But um, 
uh, if you're a Halo fan, I think uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've not really looked at the multiplayer, but I've not had time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just expect it to be the same. Maybe a few new weapons. Yeah. I did have a brief go on it. I had to kill a few people at the event. As far as I'm aware, there's a forge uh, mode where you can Create, you can make yeah. your own maps and that sort of thing. It's supposed to be the most advanced forge mode. I know there's a lot of people out there that love building maps and stuff. Yeah. So if you're into that sort of thing, it's definitely a game you should check out. They, they released the Mario Maker this year, didn't they? They did, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see that. I haven't had the chance to see it. Um, but yeah, it seems like customization. It seems to be uh, a big thing. You know what? Do you know what really bugs me about uh, Black Ops Three, right? It's meant to be this military sort of game, right? All of, everybody that plays it comes out. Look, it looks like they're bloody. Once they cam, they put all like luminous camouflage on. Like everyone looks like they're in the bloody from the from the nineties in shell suits. And sh no, anyway, high vis. Yeah. So what the hell? I'm like, no, no, working work in the car parks. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Like, it's like aluminum is pink and yellow and green, like all over. Like, why would. You know, like Call of Duty 4, right? It's like, you know, you, you would choose a character because they're the most camouflaged with the backgrounds. It gives you a tactical advice. That's all gone out the window nowadays in, in, in like Call of Duty, man. Mm. People are just like making their guns like look bright green. Yeah. Like, why the hell would you do that? I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, customization has gone crazy this year. Um, Mel gets on it. Uh, I literally just got this the other day. Um, everybody that I spoke to about this game was saying it's like a nine or a ten out of ten, which is really uh, you know. I think this is this is real Metal Gear fan saying this. I played it. I think it's you know I'm a Metal Gear fan. I think it's really good. Really enjoy it. it hasn't changed uh, the style of the game to a point where you don't recognise it. Still recognizable as Metal Gear. Mm. Storyline is crazy, but then all Metal Gear storylines are crazy. And if anybody actually knows the actual storyline of Metal Gear, because the last one, Metal Gear 4, just like, uh, I, I, have, I have no idea. I finished, I played that whole game through, and I have no idea what happened in the story. It's just it's too confusing. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear, Phantom Pain, fantastic. I'm still playing it. Um, maybe I'll do a review. We're not really known for uh, game reviews so much. No. Um, seems silly to get into it now if no one, no one really cares about it. Um, yeah, so that's what we'll get. So off the topic of uh, games now, um, Sony in general. So this is interesting for, for me, for what gear uh, in general is the audience. <laughs> Our audience seems to be Sony fans. Mm. Um, Whenever I do videos on anything that's not a Sony product, the chances of it doing well on YouTube is quite low. <laughs> so um, what you're going to see probably next year is more Sony videos. Um, other big releases, if we can get our hands on any actual tech, then you'll see hands-on stuff. Yeah. Um, still getting to that point where these companies want to send us stuff. Uh, we're just getting there now, actually, I think. Start starting to see um, companies sending us more stuff. Um, hoping to get the Z5 uh, Premium soon and yeah. compact. Uh, hopefully the Nokia 950. Um, but let's talk about Sony just real quick. PS4 winning the war, console war. Right now. Yeah. In terms of sales, the Dave still still Xbox One. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I love my Xbox. Yeah, I have to say when, when I do have time to play that is. Um, I've got both of the machines, and I'll say 
the Xbox One, when it comes to online uh, multiplayer uh, and parties and all that party chat, is so far ahead of the PlayStation. Uh, I think PlayStation fans, the loyal ones, have never tried an Xbox or are oblivious to that. Uh, they don't mm. realise how much better the Xbox is at, at the whole social gaming side of things yeah. is, is the big is the big ticket for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, the connect as well. I don't use it that much. Um, it's my kids use it more than me. Yeah, I'm honest. It's a good addition. I'll tell you what. For Skype chat, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> follows you around the room. Really good camera for Skype. Like literally, if you get up, if I like, I was talking to Dave uh, on Skype, and I literally got up and I sort of walked across the room, and the camera kind of follows you and like zoomed in and out. Yeah. Really, really smart. Audio is really good on it. The great thing, one of the most useful things about the Xbox is the ability to say, uh, record that. Like if you just done something crazy on the game, um, you could just say Xbox record that and it'll capture it. Yeah. I was playing um, Black Ops the other day and I like did a really, I had a really good kill streak thing going. And I was like, I wanted to record it. <laughs> Someone's gonna see this, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to do it, man. Like I think. On the controller, there's a share button. As soon as you click that, you you're, you're you know you you freeze in the game, innit? Your mm. screen locks. You stand still on the spot and you get killed. The good thing about the Xbox is you just it will film it on the fly. You don't have yeah, to, yeah. So that's that's. And of course, one. you can make up like a montage of your own clips. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so PlayStation Four is is winning the gaming battle right now, uh, but both consoles are great. Uh, they just discovered out how to uh, unlock the eight core apparently mm. that they didn't know about the secret eight core. Well, I think it was known about. <laughs> I, I think this is. Uh, I I I I've worked in the games industry before, and uh, I've I've heard heard of uh, things like this before. I don't know why they why they limit it, but they they've unlocked it. I think it's just to try and give them a, an extra advantage in uh, in the uh, the console wars. Yeah. Yeah. They've also, uh, I mean, yeah, there was actually also rumors talking of console wars. There was actually a rumor that um, the next generation of machines may not be as far away as um, as we have to wait for these ones to come out, the current generation to come out. Really? Because primarily because of the whole 4K market. All right. Um, but we'll see. I kind of hope uh, we get a bit more out of our consoles before we have to fork out a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, I mean, PlayStation or Sony, or PlayStation in general, usually look at a sort of 10 to 15 year life cycle in their, yeah. in their consoles. Um, I said more eight to, 8 to 10 years. Yeah, I think I remember them putting out a statement about the PlayStation 3 saying they expect it to have a 10 year sort mm. of you know, cycle. But um, Xbox, um, uh, they're quite more, they're, they, were, they were out with the the 360 before the PlayStation 3, and they, I think they won that battle mostly, didn't they? Before, because PlayStation didn't get out of the bloody gate in time. Um, I was one of those people that was waiting for the PlayStation 3. And I remember everyone was playing Xbox 360 games, and I was still playing PS2. <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing playing that? Like, you know, like the difference between a PS2 game and a 360 game. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So that's uh, long live Xbox. <laughs> yeah, the Xbox. I mean, you can't fault it. Really, it's a great machine. It's got the free. It's got the three sixty backward compatible, which is what people wanted. Uh, I know PlayStation are doing the um, PS two backward compatibility, but you're missing a whole generation there. 
Yeah. Uh, but there are, don't get me wrong, there are some great games on the PS2. Um, they actually Sony put out a thing saying um, they wanted people to request or put in, you know, what they would like mm. to see. I would definitely go with SOCOM 1 and 2. <laughs> I'll put SOCOM yeah, 1 and 2. SOCOM, SOCOM, SOCOM 1, I think, more than SOCOM 2. Yeah, SOCOM 1, uh, that, that would be great. Amazing. To at, great to look at that game online again to see. Um, I can't even remember it, man. Like, I, I remember a couple of levels on it. Um, but that was a. That was, you know, that was the first, for me, I don't think, it, I mean, initial PC gamer, that was the first console game that was online, shooter. That yeah, well, it was, um, the, 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 I got on the beta, didn't I, the great big uh, mod, yeah. um, network adapter that you, you yeah. connected into the back of the, the PlayStation 2. Uh, yeah, uh, we hammered that, that console so hard <laughs> that we actually melted the gears yeah, inside yeah. the drive. But I have to say, you know, there, there was always Quake and Doom and Duke Nukem and these kind of online games. But PC. Yeah, yeah. But you could, there was there was no game where you could sit on your sofa. Yeah, yeah. On the telly. That was a re that was a revolutionary game. That was kind of, you know, I was thinking about this, right? If we had started a YouTube channel back then, right? <laughs> when we had access to one of these early early access games on the PlayStation Online. Was there any YouTube back then? I don't remember. Probably. Surely it was. It was. It must have been. But you know, you know how many... How, how many subscribers we probably have by now? <laughs> we had like all the games before they came out, and, and I even worked in a game shop for ages. I could have got access to anything, limited editions, everything, uh, uh, and I didn't. It never occurred to me to do it though. You know, hindsight's uh, a wonderful thing. And you, you know, some of the biggest YouTube, actually the biggest YouTuber, uh, PewDiePie, right? All he does is games. He says he says he films himself uh, playing games. Well, he does other stuff as well, but that's mm. what he's known for. Um, we could have been on that bandwagon long time. <laughs> didn't, didn't know about it. This time last year, we could have been millionaires. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, uh, on more PlayStation, um, sorry, Sony topics, the, the PlayStation Vita going into extinction. extinction oh, yes. Despite being a, a really good handheld uh, console. Probably yeah, the, the best. Yeah, I think... Uh, Nintendo doing what Nintendo do best with their handhelds. Um, I think they've uh, cornered the market share yeah. on that one. Yeah. I think the thing is now you've got so much competition with uh, apps and phones. Yeah, my, mobile gaming on phones, yeah, of course. Um, it's and tablets. Of, yeah, it's kind of killing that whole handheld thing. The thing is with the Vita, I would actually, I would really like to have one of those because it is like a, it is just a console, isn't it? It's a really good the best handheld console ever made. If you've probably. got a uh, PS Vita that you'd like to send, you can send <laughs> yeah. it to uh, PO Box 123, Troy's a cheap ass. <laughs> <laughs> .co.uk. It has to be the OLED version. Don't send me the rubbish version. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send me the crap version. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, the Xperia, uh, Xperia 5, yep. premium, first ever, world's first ever 4K smartphone. Do we need 4K on a, on a smartphone? That's an inter interesting one. I mean, can you really tell if the, can you really see the detail of a 4K screen on a screen the size of a large smartphone? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I guess, you know what? Stay tuned to what gear because we're going to get our hands on one of these. Soon. Yes. And I'll do some comparisons. It's quite hard to uh, show, to kind of uh, get the, sort of message across when you're filming on a HD camera. Um, 
uh, a 4K screen, but I'll do my best to describe the difference, if any, um, side by side with a full HD screen. Um, I'll probably test it against the OnePlus 2 because the OnePlus 2 is the flagship killer, but I'll also test it against the Note 3 because I think the Note 3, the AMOLED, the Super AMOLED screens are slightly better. Mm. Uh, maybe that'll be a better test for colours and, and, and definition. More importantly, definition. Um, I'll have to think of some kind of way of testing that. Um, so yeah, 4K, widescreen said 4K. I would expect, I really, you know, if you watch some of the leaked videos that I did on uh, phones for next year, most companies are saying they're gonna, well, there's, most companies are rumored to be <laughs> going up, uh, stepping it up in terms of uh, resolution. So we should see lots of 2K and, and uh, 4K screens out there next year. Um, Sony being the first, uh, you can get that phone now. You can check out the uh, check out the launch event as well. That was cool. Uh, so yeah, that's the uh, Sony Z5 this year, which they said don't put on the water after saying that this phone is waterproof. Yeah, uh, which was interesting. Someone messed up. I think someone must have got fired for that. Surely, uh, you'd think so. <laughs> anyway, um, high res audio now. Sony, I kind of feel like. You know, I've heard high-res audio, and it does sound. You can tell the difference between a high-res audio track and a uh, and a regular MP3. Sony has started making sound equipment which supports this uh, new frequency. Well, not, it's not even new frequency. It's been around for a while, but they've been pushing pushing this high-res thing. But to be honest with you, man, I don't think they're doing a very good job of advertising. You haven't. You've never heard of it, have you? No, we were talking about this earlier today, and when I look at the the mainstream shopping channels that I use, I don't know, the likes of Cowries, Argos, Amazon, um, eBay, all that sort of thing. High-res audio is not something that, that is in the forefront of any of these, these shopping mediums that I use. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, a, it's a bit unknown, it's under the radar. Um, it is significantly better. Like if I, if I played you, um, if I had a high-res audio device here and I played you an MP3 and then, and then a high-res, you'd be like, bloody hell, the difference in detail is crazy. Mm. Um, they're not, in my opinion, they're not doing a good job of, of marketing that. Um, and also, you know, maybe people don't even care. Maybe people just like, oh, give me low-res Deezer and Spotify, I don't really care. I think the thing is, we, we kind of touched upon it um, earlier on as well with, when we were talking about iPods and, you know, I think if you've got a music player on your phone, if it's not high res, but then you don't have to carry two devices with you, so you know, yeah, yeah. you're just gonna you're just gonna carry your iPhone, plug your headphones in, your hands-free kit or, or a set of over-ear headphones, whatever, yeah, um, yeah. and you 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 know just for just for getting from work to home and home to work and yeah. whatever, it's more than enough. No one wants to. You're a bit like the old Head and Shoulders ever. Take two bottles into the shower. <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was in her shoulders. That was washing go, wasn't it? Sorry, I think. Yeah, uh, other shampoos are available. I used to, uh, <laughs> I used to work in Harrods in London, and they had a thousand pound Walkman in there, man. Wow. And uh, I remember they took it out of the box. I said, oh, "Let me see this thing," and uh, it's heavy. It's really heavy, like stupidly heavy. Like if you put it, if you're wearing a suit, right, and you put it on the, in your inside pocket on the suit, your whole suit would go like this, <laughs> like way down on one side. Yeah. Um, it felt really, really premium, right? But then when you loaded it up, it had some old school Android 
platform. It didn't even have the latest Android software. I was like, what? And like the screen was like tiny, not very high. Well, it probably was quite high resolution, but it wasn't full HD. Yeah. And I was thinking, hold on a minute, you're charging a thousand pounds for this. You know, you could you could buy um, an Apple Mac computer and an iPhone <laughs> for the same price. You could, yeah. What would you do? <laughs> I think I would go for the Mac and the iPod yeah. as opposed to a standalone high-res MP3 uh, uh, player. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're, they're putting it out there as a luxury item. Um, if you've got a £1,000 to spend on a on an audio device, um, then, yeah. Even if you was rich enough to spend a £1,000 just like that on an audio device, it still probably wouldn't be a very smart investment, would it? No. Especially with an old school Android operating system on it, man. Yeah, um, You want the latest thing. You, you want to be able to get the latest updates of Spotify and all of these companies. Um, you reach a point with an old operating system where you probably can't do it anymore. And then what's good is your, you know, except for the stuff you've got on the device. Um, anyway, uh, that's Sony Walkman. Uh, also, Sony, you know, notoriously being hacked a lot. Uh, <laughs> yep. And Xbox was. Yeah, Xbox as well. To keep it fair, they Microsoft Microsoft were hacked as well. Yeah, so it seems to be. That, a lot that of was, them, in fairness, that was the back end of 2014. Yeah. Uh, it's more about resolving the uh, the data leak um, issues that they had. It seems. It does seem like it's a more of a more commonly recurring these days, or maybe it's just more people we hear about it more now. Maybe we didn't hear about it as much, but I think it's worrying because. With everything going cloud based now, <laughs> everything you know it's on the yeah. internet. Uh, uh, less and less stuff's been local, locally stored. Um, it's quite a worrying. Um, well, even the, even the likes of uh, Leapfrog got hacked. The little kitty, uh, kitty devices. Um, they really? got hacked uh, relatively recently. Yeah. Yeah. They to to the point where they had to shut down their online services, and there was a lot of angry parents who bought. Uh, Leapfrogs, I think, for Christmas and, and that kind of thing, and they couldn't update them or do anything with them because there was no online support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, more from Sony this year. This is big news for Sony, right? It was uh, the Android TV platform was launched this year. Um, it was meant to be out like, early, like really early. I think it, they didn't really... It was a really slow start for them. Um, I actually got my hands on the Sony W8... Um, I did an unboxing video. I'm working on a review for that. It's coming soon. Due to popular demand, people were asking for it. Um, Android TV platform. Now, I, will, I would like to say, yeah, it's the best uh, smart TV platform I've ever used. Uh, and I think it might be. It will be at some point. But right now, it's still buggy. Uh, it's pretty... Uh, it works. It's pretty buggy, though, I have to say. Quite often, I'll find myself having to uh, pull the power on the TV and plug it back in um, to fix sort of jam. It just jams up now and again. Um, but constant updates. Um, some of the great things is it's like having a Chromecast built in it into the TV. So you just literally, if I want to play a YouTube video on the TV, I can just mm. if I'm watching it on my phone, I can just push one button and throw it to the TV, mm. and then carry on doing something else on the phone. Um, they cheapskated me on the remote. <laughs> I haven't got the smart remote, which is the most important part of the TV. So you can do the voice searches. I don't have that, and that that 
bothers me with some of the more expensive versions of the TV you can get it um, get it for free anyway uh, that's Sony TVs we will be uh, checking out the um, the Sony TVs for next year as well make sure you stay tuned for that because I'm going to try and keep up to date with all the, the Sony televisions next year um, they're still hanging in there against the big dogs uh, Samsung who are dominating the TV market um, with their curved screens so that's uh, that's uh, so that's kind of it for Sony um, this year I mean they did they did the new smartwatch um, Android smartware watch yeah know? I'm debating buying one at the moment a smartwatch but yeah. uh, I'm not sure if I I'm not sure if I, I'll get the use out of it or not we'll, we'll see maybe Sony will send us uh, a few samples fingers crossed <laughs> you never know you know we might be able to get our hands on some of this stuff. Smart band talk. We were trying to get our hands on that. We're looking to do another uh, uh, airsoft uh, challenge <laughs> soon, and we're going to do it at the Blitz Airsoft site in London. And I actually did a video. Uh, I did an interview with the uh, owner of that site. Unfortunately, um, I filmed a, a walkthrough of the site, but uh, the footage wasn't the best, so I decided to to revisit and film it again at some point. So. You're going to watch it out. It's the only purpose-built airsoft site in the country. Um, really, really cool. Really cool site. Maybe in terms of CQB, it's, it's, it's one of the smallest. Well, I wouldn't say smallest, but it's probably one of the most compact. But it's been, it's been designed, you know. It's been tactically designed. Um, so anyway, check that video out. That's the Blitz CQB site in London. So uh, just to, this is uh, we're wrapping this up now, right? Yeah. Um, just a highlight of what we've done this year, and then uh, what we're doing next year. So I think in terms of what we've done this year, some of the highlights for us where we've actually gone out and done stuff is um, Gamescom was a big one. Uh, what did we? Was it Gadget Show this year? Yeah. Did, uh, in um, April, I think it was. Yeah, we did the Gadget Show, which was pretty cool. But we went on the press day, and it was like a ghost town in there, wasn't it? Yeah, we missed all of the all of the fun stuff. So we actually met that we actually met the host of the show, the the gadget show, um, Jason Bradbury. Yeah, <laughs> he had some uh, choice words to say. Um, you can check that video out. It's on what gear. Um, we actually we actually I, he he actually promised us an interview at the gadget show uh, next year. He promised us an interview. Yeah, so Carl uh, can send those press passes through, please. <laughs> yeah. Gadget show live. Um, so we hopefully we'll, hopefully this year we'll get to see the time machine as well. If it's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got shut down last year. We went to see it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happened. But we were so close. Literally, we were right there. And then they, they kicked us out. Um, so the gadget show earlier this year. Then it was Gamescom. Uh, we went to... Was it, B, was it BDE this year? Uh, was that, that yes, was year, BDE yeah. was, the, 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 was the first thing I, I worked yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, so the BBE is like a film, um, a TV and film uh, industry event. And uh, someone suggested that I go, we should go there. So we did. <laughs> we went there uh, and we filmed a little video. At the Excel in yeah, London. You know, I think in terms of um, that event, I think we were the only people there who showed up to film something. Everyone else went to learn about... Uh, and look at cameras look at and cameras. TVs, monitors and... Studio equipment, that sort of thing. Yeah, we're definitely out of comfort zone in that one. Uh, but it was good to go to, wasn't it? it was, we still had a laugh there. 
Yeah, um, we met some good people. Yeah, I think it's more about networking. I think this, we'll probably go again, but we might not film it. <laughs> when you turn that video out, it's quite funny. Yeah, me and Dave are a couple of amateurs showing up amongst all these professionals wearing like printed t-shirts. <laughs> we were wearing the, the, the one gear t-shirts walking around. Everyone's like, what the hell are these two dudes here? Uh, anyway, um, that was that. And then we did Gamescom where we missed the, the plane. Um, but we still made it to the Gamescom. And we did get in. And uh, I did try to start a German Mexican wave with, with a few hundred German uh, people. Which kind of worked. Kind of worked, but I think given the uh, given the heat, yeah, no one was that enthusiastic. No, no one was that no, exactly. I think and that, when I made that video, when we rendered that video off, we did it wrong as well. We did it in a strip view, so it's like a strip view instead of the dome view. Mm. So maybe we should redo that video. If anyone wants to see that video remade with in there with a slightly better uh, out uh, output, what would you call it? Different ratio. Aspect ratio. Aspect ratio. Um, let us know if we could do that. It didn't take long. Um, yeah, the Gamescom, the EGX. EGX was funny um, because we did get press passes. We did get there on time. But we still ended up in all the bloody queues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had to queue for their, for their teams uh, together. So we kind of rocked up there thinking, yeah, we're getting in. Before everybody else, you know, press press. Well, we did we did get him on the first day. We got him before the before the doors opened to the public, which was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we met the game score horse there. Um, we did some interviews uh, with the brand manager for Street Fighter from Rainbow Six, one of the uh, the lead developers. Animation director. Yeah, Rainbow Six. Scott Mitchell. Scott Mitchell. Yeah. I remember his name now. I actually we got to meet um, one of the guys from Rareware. The old company when now they oh, the, uh, was he uh, was he an animation director? As yeah, well? yeah. He, that's an iconic company right there. They did the Goldeneye. Yeah, that was like you know that was a groundbreaking game. We got to meet that guy. He works on that. Um, loads of good people at the EGX. You can check out all those videos. Um, what else did we do this year? We did the I uh, the uh, iFit challenge at the Billy <laughs> Airsoft. That was great. Um, the EGX rest early in the year. Yeah, rest. Oh yeah, what does rest even mean, man? <laughs> you never figured that out. Oh well, maybe we'll get a chance as we're back there next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the rest. Um, we also did the Alco Digital Challenge. Yes. Yeah, we did. Well, we. Basically, with the Alco, Alco Digital Company to make uh, personalized breathalyzers. So they digital asked, breathalyzers. Yeah, digital breathalyzers. So they asked us if we wanted to do uh, a video with them. So basically, we went to a pub <laughs> up in London, uh, the Euston Taps, and we uh, basically drank beer and, and then to see if we uh, could still pass the Alco Digital uh, uh, tests. See if we see if we were under the limit to, to drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a pretty interesting video. We were getting funny looks in the pub. <laughs> we got we, one guy who threatened to kick us out at one point. Like, I don't know what he thought we were doing, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's an interesting video. You can check that one out. Just type in uh, Alco Digital as one word, and then uh, What Gear as one word. Um, check that out. Uh, so yeah, in terms of what we're doing on the channel now, I think what we realised is that um, you guys or the What Gear subscribers 
mainly like the Sony videos, so you can see more Sony videos next year. Um, hopefully more hands-on Sony videos, if they'll send us some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or another company might send us some stuff. Um, we'll see more Sony videos. Um, also, you'll see a new series which I'm starting. I literally just made one the other day and it went down really well. Uh, the Quickie Leaks series. <laughs> the Quickie Leaks series, right? So, you know, these tech leaks, they, they, I've been keeping an eye on them. And uh, you might have seen the What Gear Word on the Street series, uh, which I'm doing one a, one a week on a Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, so, new tech, which is coming up, uh, what to expect from upcoming tech. What's what to expect, what specs to expect from upcoming tech. So that's what, what gear uh, Word on the Street is. But I realize, you know, there's leaks all the time and some of them are just like little little bits of information. So um, the Quickie Leak series. So uh, yeah, check the first ever Quickie Leak. It was the um, Google Glass for the new Google Glass, the um, Enterprise Edition. So you can keep an eye out for that. And if you enjoy this podcast, and this podcast does well, you, you can expect to see more What Gear podcasts, uh, and not just me and Dave, we'll try and get some more uh, different people involved. Uh, Cartoon Charlie says he's going to get involved, it's really, he works nights, so it's really difficult uh, to get him uh, involved sometimes. Uh, highlights next year to watch out for. Um, Gadget Show, Gadget Show yeah. live again, uh, we're back at Egypt Rest again. Yeah, Possibly Gamescom. Possibly Gamescom. If we get press passes, um, yeah, we will do our utmost to get press passes uh, yeah. this next year. I yeah, think. I think we will get them. We'll get them. And if we don't, then I'll have to just show up outside and try and start. <laughs> if we don't, I'm not sure I'll go. <laughs> yeah, try and start a Mexican wave or try to visit everybody to, to just uh, bust the doors down at the same time and just uh, yeah, charge. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Gamescom, there's also EGX next year. Uh, we hope, we're hoping to be at more press events and uh, some of it, I don't know how, how, you know, some of them they get mixed reactions, like we didn't get many views on some of them, some of them did okay, like the Sony one did pretty well, people seemed interested in that video. Uh, so you might see some more press events from us. Um, I guess stay tuned early next year for a, uh, a, a video about the, the one year schedule for the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the 5K subscriber video. I'll probably film it soon because I don't think... Uh... Oh yeah, this is one to watch out for. Uh, I did a video for DVLA's Phantom, which is a French company. Phantom's like a, a really high-end wireless speaker, maybe the best wireless speaker on the market. Uh, I spoke to them recently, well, been in contact with them recently, and uh, we're gonna be filming some stuff at the YouTube studios in London soon. And I said to, I mentioned this to them, and there's a good chance we'll get hands-on with a Divulet Phantom, or maybe even a couple if we can. Um, so you want to check that out. We're going to be doing the uh, Jurassic Park test on it uh, with a glass of water. Um, so yeah, and we'll probably film a bunch of other stuff while we're there as well. Um, we'll come up with something. But yeah, so keep an eye out for the World Game World on the Street videos, the Quickie Leaks. Uh, also, more podcasts, hopefully. Um, what else? Uh, and events and stuff that we're doing in the future. And if you're a Sony fan, you're going to love our channel because um, there's going to be lots of Sony content there. Oh, yes. Lots of TVs, uh, Sony equipment, phones, um, cameras. I 
You know, I think I think Dave should do some camera video because every time I do a camera video, I get slammed completely. <laughs> it's like this guy doesn't know. Anything. I will I will give it my best shot. This guy doesn't know anything about cameras. If you excuse me, <laughs> best shot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sony cameras is a big deal, you know. They um, they're one of the best for digital sen uh, camera sensors, and their compact cameras are widely known as the best. Um, I did a couple of videos and. Uh, they got a lot of views, but they also got a lot of hate. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of shied away from doing them. So maybe that's something we'll look at again next year. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's real photographers out there who go really serious with it. And like, when I do the videos, I just kind of, I make them in a style that I would want to watch. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. need to know, I don't even need to know half the stuff these super camera guys are talking about. I don't need to know that, just tell me the, the, uh, the basics, uh, that's how I made those videos. But let's see if Dave can do any better. <laughs> some, some camera videos. Uh, so that's pretty much it, I guess, for uh, the first ever, first ever, world's first ever What Gear podcast. Yes, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. You could potentially be listening to this at uh, the end of 2015 or at the very start of 2016. So, yeah. uh, happy new year or uh, happy new year, I guess, Yeah. from What Gear. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. See you in the next one. Yeah. Have a